This is Living with Miles. I'm Miles. Morning. <laughs> I got nothing. Look, if it's not going to work, I'm not going to use it. That's just right off the table right now. This is people's work lives, man. It's, it's the stuff that matters. Where did that come from? I am way on board. If you can inspire pride in other people, they'll follow you. Good morning, everybody. I hope everybody's having a good day. So, uh, yesterday we talked about attention and focus. And one of the things that I wanted to dial in is something that is actually happening to me right now. So it's very present in my mind. And that is carving out enough time to actually give attention to things. You know, attention is one of those things where the more time you focus your attention on something, the more it it reveals. Now, whether that revelation is is beneficial or not is is really dynamic and really dependent on what you're trying to achieve. So there is kind of a, a need to steer it to positive needs. But still, that there is a trade-off here. Time is one of is that resource or is one of those resources that is extraordinarily finite. Every moment of every day once spent, you're never going to get that back. So what you choose to spend your time on and where you choose to focus your energy and your time is really, really important. And so when you dedicate time to attention on things, even if it's just to build the ability to be more attentive, the ability to to learn, to pay more attention, to be more observant and to have a broader perspective of things, even that training though, that that consumes time and the return needs to be, you know, I'm never going to be one of those people that that doesn't consider return for investment where I don't consider the 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 return for what I put into things. You know, I'm, I'm not independently wealthy. I'm not with all this excess time trying to figure out what to do with it and trying to fill boredom. I'm actually trying to make productive use of the time that I have in those areas that I find most important to me. Well, life is is one of those things where it also hits you with with ebbs and flows of of intensity and recently over the last couple of days i've just been bombarded by stuff that that has kind of all coming at once it's 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 one of those things where when you think about the the cosmic you know alignment of all things in the universe when opportunity presents itself and you're ready to receive opportunity suddenly you get 10 opportunities when you're ready to like receive two so here I am now having to manage all of these things that honestly, I need to give some real attention to. I need to go and focus my attention so that I get the most from what I need to do. In in one case, I, I need to train for some certifications. And so there are professional certifications that would be really, really helpful for me to get right now. And so I'm looking into what needs to happen there. I have other experimental projects that I'm working on for a potential client. And I am working on some brainstorming that needs to be done there for some business use cases and for some some usability stuff. I get uh, an email this morning asking me to do another presentation on some dashboard metrics and stuff and whether I'd be willing to do some stuff in February and, and what could we come up with and what could we work with. So here are all of these different opportunities that just kind of drop in my lap all of in one 24-hour period. And suddenly I have eight things that I could possibly focus on, I could possibly focus my attention on. But every single one of them is extraordinarily time, they're, they're, they're very, very time heavy. They're very time intense. 
And so now I need to come back to time management and prioritization and, and getting these things there. And this goes on top of everything else. You know, I, I still am trying to maintain the podcast. I'm getting, I, I'm, I'm getting behind to certain other areas that I, I think are important and I need to do that. And my, my, you know, my month end review is going to be really interesting this month because there've been a few projects started that haven't gone very well. There've been a few other projects that have, that have been in play that I want to do, but I have to find ways to carve out opportunities to be able to spend that attention on those things I want to be attentive to. And that's really kind of the kind of the, the, the challenge that I run into and I think a lot of people run into. Because it's one of those things that if you're not actively involved, if you're not paying attention to how much time you're you're using to be attentive, then you're not going to, then it's just going to slip away from you because the reality is, is back to that, that basic principle of we, we manage what we measure. So if we're measuring our time, then we have an active control and active engagement with how we spend our time and how we deal with our time. And now as part of that active measurement, I need to carve out, I need to open up, I need to separate out a certain amount of space to be able to invest that time into things that are going to benefit my future, into things that are going to be of greatest return. And so I need to prioritize. I have both my list of things that I need to to spend my time on or that is asking for my time. And I also have the timelines of what the the time requirements are, for example, the schedule calendar, the calendar scheduling. And so I have it all, all my, my deadlines and my, my various things and how much pressure there are, because when things are due has a direct relevance on the importance and urgency of a certain need. And so I monitor the urgency. I monitor, monitor the importance. I monitor the joy. How much am I going to enjoy doing it? Because that is a factor. It's one where I, I balance between necessity and desire. And so I'm balancing this, this joy in there as well as another factor. Because if I spend an entire life working on necessity, then I'm not as creative. I'm not as engaged. I'm not as, as involved as I could be. I know this about myself. I know this This is true for a lot of people that I've worked with that I've managed in, in engineering teams and whatnot as well, that if they get too long into a grind where they are not personally invested or have personal ownership of the, the work, then their level of joy in that work diminishes. When the level of joy in a, in a job or a, a thing diminishes, then that begins to suck the life out of the job and it ends up just becoming... Well, it, it goes from being a calling to just from a calling to a career down to a job, then just down to labor. And you, and, and there's a, there's a, an odd thing that happens. And I see this on teams from time to time where when you start moving into a labor environment, there is no longer any investment in the outcome, not, not to the same level of quality. There may be a personal pride in the personal capability that a person can bring in the work that they do individually. But when it comes to the overall pride of the general project or the general outcome, when things become just labor, it diminishes, it gets reduced. And there, to, get that, to get that best energy and to get that, that most innovative and, and 
engaged mind back in play, you've got to find a way to tie the individual back into the meaningfulness of the overall project. In manufacturing, lean operations do this really, really well. In software development, agile projects have done this really well. And this is this is a, a change in culture, a change in personality to reinvest the labor paradigm into understanding the meaning of what you do. And so here I have the, this list of meaningful things that I want to do. And I, so I need to balance the ones that I, 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 I need to do versus the ones that I want to do and the urgency of them and the timelines engaged and also the volume. Like, is it going to be a, a huge project or is it going to be a small project? And can I do it in piecemeal? Can I do it bit by bit? Or do I need to do it in large chunks? Do I need to give it large sections of dedicated time? And this is where that question on attention really does come in for me anyway. Because when I'm being creative, when I'm looking at project ideas, when I'm looking at at expanding into the the larger realms of of you know creative notions when i'm trying to solve a logic problem when i'm trying to 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 work out some kind of internal difficulty or external project difficulty or or some kind of operational solution if i can set aside time to just clean off my desk and then work with a blank sheet of paper and just start from the beginning and and just open myself to to being creative and setting aside time to be, just be creative, then it actually allows me to, to really explore an idea and it allows for new ideas to come. It's, it's why when, when I work in the moment, uh, I notice that there's, I, when I'm, if I'm hit point blank with a question that needs an immediate answer, I can go back to my experience. I can go back to 20 years of working various things often in those environments, or I can go back into my own internal workings that I'm intimately aware of, and I can draw on those for an instant answer. But that is not usually the best answer. The best answer usually comes by either setting aside some time to just basically clear everything else off the table and then dedicate myself to the question and to explore ideas and to get individual ideas brought up. But then even when I come up with that idea, flesh it out a little bit and then take that off the table and come up with another new and, and a new creative thing to do. And this is actually a discipline. This is not easy to do because I, I actually, when I do it, I have to actually set a timer for myself so that I will stay effectively chained to the desk for a given period of time in order to make sure that I'm, I'm applying the attention and it really becomes this, this, it becomes a really challenging thing after a while. It's almost a, a form of active meditation of, of almost combative meditation where your brain wants to distract itself. Once it's come up with an idea, it's like, oh, okay, great. Or at least mine does. Hey, great. I've come up with this idea. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Great. The solution's done. Go. No, that's one idea. I need four more. And then, you know, that's, that's one rep. Let's go. Let's get the next, let's get the next idea in. And so I have this process that, that dedicating myself to an one hour, two hours of work where I'm just going to be creative, where I'm just going to be inventive. I'm just going to, to force myself to think outside the box and to, to evaluate new ways of looking at things. And man, that 
I, when I'm, I lived a life so long where I was reacting to things, where I was responding to threats and challenges and, and, and upheavals and, and difficulties where I was a problem solver and an emergency plumber of social, of social conditions kind of thing. And now I, I, I need to not be in emergency mode. I need to be in a, in a creative and expansive mode. And wow, I don't have the muscles for that well honed as I do in the emergency mode just because there's less experience. So I have to create that opportunity to gain that creative experience. I have to open up that time and make it so that I can do that. But it also means that because that time is so expensive, that I need to dedicate my time and energy to those things that are going to yield me the greatest results. So I really do need to take an, an objective look at all these things and come up with a prioritization system. Now, like I said, the one that I do, I got from, I got from an old manager uh, paradigm. Uh, it involves urgency and, as far as what the timeline is and importance. And that's basically a question of, of value priority. So if it is of high value, therefore high, high uh, return, as in if, if I do this, there's going to be a great deal returned back or there's going to be a great deal of, of uh, pain mitigated in the negative sense. But usually I prefer it in the creative sense where I can get a lot of return back. That's a high value item. If it's a high value and high urgency item, then it's something that if I'm going to do it, I need to do it quickly in order to get that high value. Likewise, if it's a low value but high urgency item, then there's that other, this is more of a negative question is that how important is it? Because I do need to pay my taxes on time. I, the value I get from that is I get to find out how much money I'm going to lose to the IRS. So to me, as far as my return, there's minimal value that I guess the big value is, yay, I get to stay out of jail. But the urgency as I get closer and closer to April 15th is that it's got to happen soon. So there you get the negative case. If it's high value, but low urgency, then maybe if I don't have any high urgency things, then that's what I do first. And also I look to those important items for the negative. So there you go. Value, importance, urgency. I put those together and I combine that with what I like to do, enjoyment, and I get the four factors that I use to prioritize myself so that when I do am able to clear out that time that I absolutely need to make it happen, I can do the right thing in the right time in the right order. So that's going to cover it for today. Subscribe on iTunes at Living With Miles. Join us on the Facebook at Living With Miles, and I will catch you next time.